Welcome to Elevate Your Dealership with HBK Dealership Solutions. In each podcast, we will discuss techniques and tools you can employ to take your dealership to the next level. Your dealership is a complex and specialized business. Sales, service, parts, and often rentals. In many ways, operating a dealership is like operating several businesses at once, each with its own challenges and potential. Your CPA firm should offer the experience and expertise specific to your industry required to properly serve you and your dealership. There is simply too much at stake and the dealership business is far too complicated to rely on a generalist. In this week's podcast, Tim will discuss the power of leadership's behavior on employee engagement. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Tim Parsons. And before I begin, I want to take a moment to thank those faithful listeners and those who have taken time out of their busy day to respond. Some have suggested a topic that we've talked about in the past, but it seems to be very prevalent in today's business world. That of leadership and how to engage and keep your employees engaged. And to that end, that's what we're going to be talking about the next couple of podcasts. From Surviving to Thriving, The Power of Leadership's Behavior on Employee Engagement. It may be wishful thinking on my part, but it appears that the light at the end of the tunnel isn't a train after all. For many, the toughest leadership test is now looming. How to bring a business back in an environment where the economy is still reeling and finding employees, qualified or not, is nearly impossible. In order to come back stronger, Companies should reimagine their business model as they return to speed. Those who step up their game will be better off and far more prepared to confront the challenges as well as the opportunities than those who don't. Speed up. Speed matters. It won't be enough for companies to recover gradually as the crisis abates. Have a startup mindset. This favors action over research and testing over analysis. Establish a a brisk cadence to encourage agility and accountability, daily team check-ins, weekly management reviews, and twice a month CEO reviews. Human at the core. Companies will need to rethink their operating model based on how their people work best. 60% of businesses surveyed said that their new remote sales models were proving as much as 29% more effective than traditional channels. Acceleration of digital and analytics. It's already a a cliche, the pandemic has accelerated the shift to digital. But the best companies are going further by enhancing and expanding their digital channels. They're successfully using advanced analytics to combine new sources of data with their own insights to make better and faster decisions and strengthen their connection to their customers. Adaptability. Given the disruptions in supply chains, adaptability is essential. Assuming company leaders are in good shape 
How do they go about choosing what to do? Leadership needs to identify and prioritize opportunities. Launch campaigns to win back loyal customers. Reskill the sales force to support remote work and digitize sales channels. Once identified, these measures need to be rigorously prioritized to reflect their impact on earnings and the company's ability to execute quickly. Next, they need to act with urgency. During the crisis, businesses have worked faster and better than they dreamed possible just a few months ago. Maintaining that sense of possibility will be an enduring source of a competitive advantage. Develop an agile operating model. Driven by urgency, leaders are increasingly, increasingly willing to jump on quick video conferences to solve problems and give remote teams more decision-making authority. It's also important for teams not to lose sight of the long-term and to avoid panic reactions. In this sense, agile means putting in place a new operating model built around the customer and supported by the right processes and procedures. But this is effective only if there's a clear growth plan that sets out how to win each type of customer back. Rebuilding operations. The pandemic has radically changed demand patterns for products and services, while exposing points of fragility in global supply chains and service networks. At the same time, it's striking how fast many companies have adapted, creating radically new levels of visibility, agility, productivity, and end customer connectivity. Now leaders are asking themselves, how can we sustain this performance? Embracing the future of work. The future of work defined by the use of more automation and technology was always coming. The pandemic just hastened the pace. Employees have learned how to compete tasks remotely using digital communication and collaboration tools. This shift will call for a substantial investment in workforce engagement and training in new skills, much of it delivered using digital tools. Rethinking the organization. The way in which you rethink your organization will go a long way in determining your long-term competitive advantage. Specifically, you must decide who you are, how you work, and how you grow. Again, who you are, how you work, and how you grow. Let's talk about who you are. In a crisis, what matters becomes very clear, very fast. Strategy, roles, personal ownership, and leadership that's both supportive and demanding all can be seen much more clearly now. The social contract between an employee and employer, we believe, is changing fundamentally. Once noticeable characteristics of companies that have adapted well is that they have a strong sense of identity. Leaders and employees have a shared sense of purpose and a common performance culture. They know what the company stands for and how to get things done right. How you work. What companies have learned is that an organization with strong leadership 
that delegates decision-making down to the dynamic network of individuals is more effective. Organizations are showing more appreciation for matching the right talent, regardless of hierarchy, to the most critical challenges. This can only work, however, if the talent is there. To hire and keep top talent, the scarcest capital of all means creating a unique work experience and committing to a renewed emphasis on talent development. How you grow. Coming out of the crisis, organizations must answer important questions about growth and scalability. Those organizations that are making the shift to digital platforms and networks of mutual beneficial partnerships have proved more resilient during the crisis. Every business is now a technology business. What matters most is a deep understanding of the customer, which is enabled by technology. Accelerate digital adaptions to ensure reimagination. Over the past few months, there's been a transformation in the way we interact with the loved ones. We do our work, we travel, get medical care, spend leisure time, and conduct many of the routine transactions of life. These changes have accelerated the mitigation of digital technology to stunning scale and speed across every sector. We're witnessing what will surely be remembered as a historic deployment of remote work and digital access to the services across every domain. Throughout the pandemic recovery, digital will play a defining role. During the early recovery period of reopening, businesses, business leaders face some fundamental challenges. One is that customer behavior and demand patterns have changed significantly and will continue to do so. Another is that how the economy comes back to life will differ from state to state and city to city. For example, some individuals still feel comfortable wearing masks in public, while others test the resolve of officials early and often by refusing to wear them at all. Case in point, just get on a plane. Test your resolve there. To address these challenges, leaders will need to set an ambitious digital agenda and deliver it quickly. Refocus digital efforts to reflect changing customer expectations. To adapt, companies need to rethink the development of digital solutions. For many retailers, this includes creating a seamless e-commerce experience, enabling customers to complete everything they need to do online, from initial research and purchase to service and returns. For the automotive community, this could mean establishing new digital distribution models to handle trade-ins, financing, servicing, and even at-home delivery of vehicles. Companies need to incorporate new data and create new models to enable real-time decision-making. Getting this right will enable companies to successfully navigate demand forecasting, asset management, and coping with massive new volumes. Accelerate tech modernization. Companies will also need to greatly improve their IT productivity. First, this requires quickly reducing IT costs and making them available wherever possible to match demand. Second, this involves defining a future IT platform, establishing the skills and roles needed to sustain it, mapping these skills onto a new organizational model, 
and developing leaders who can train people to fill the new and adaptive roles. Increase the speed and productivity of digital solutions. To deal with the crisis and its aftermath, companies not only need to develop digital solutions quickly, but also to adapt their organizations to new operating models and deliver these solutions to customers and employees at scale. Solving this challenge requires the integrating of businesses processes, incorporating data-driven decision-making, and implementing change management. To make any of what we've been talking about possible, companies need to make a conscious effort to improve employee relations and employee engagement. How often have you heard me mention on these podcasts, employees are your greatest asset. According to Marcus Lemonis, the customer is not number one to me. They're number two, right behind the employee. Marcus goes on to say that improving employee engagement is leadership's number one task. Now, some of you might be asking, who in the world is Marcus Lemonis? Marcus Lemonis is a television personality and philanthropist. He is currently the chairman and CEO of Camping World. Good Sam Enterprises, Gander RV, and the house board shop, in addition to being star of The Profit and a, a CNBC reality show about saving small business. Okay, Tim, that's all well and good, but how do we go about improving employee engagement? Gallup defines employee engagement as those who are highly involved in and enthusiastic about their work and workplace. To move your employees from simply putting in their time to being committed to their work, measure what matters most to employees' performance. Leaders often focus on metrics that don't tie strongly to the employee's psychological need and the ultimate performance. Elements of employee engagement that predict high team performance. Act quickly. Employees say that their organization needs to act on survey results at two times more likely to be engaged. Make it an ongoing process. One of the most common mistakes that leaders make is that to approach engagement as a sporadic exercise in making their employees feel happy. Employees need ongoing purpose and development, not biannual perks to achieve more for your organization. Empower managers to drive engagement. Engagement isn't just an HR issue. Managers account for 70% of the variance in team engagement. There are no quick fixes when it comes to human relationships. It's essential that managers effectively interact with and develop each team member. Employee engagement, why it matters and what to do about it. The world of work is entering unprecedented times. By many measures, and unemployment is as low as it has been in a decade. Yet the percentage of employees who are engaged in their work is frighteningly low. In fact, according to Gallup research, more than 65% of employees are not engaged or actively disengaged. Behind the statistics are real people just trudging through their workday. It seems a lot of workers are uninspired, deflated, and not fulfilling their potential. 
The cost of disengagement should be enough for executives to investigate and take action. While a competitive salary is important, research indicates that that's not enough to get employees engaged. I once had a decision maker tell me, Tim, they cash their paychecks, so I better have their buy-in. Yes, inadequate pay can make their employees unhappy, but adequate pay doesn't directly correspond to happiness and engagement. Aside from human costs, there are real business consequences to lack of employee engagement. High attrition, for one, can drain a company's human capital and profits. There are clear connections between employee engagement and customer satisfaction. In your own life as a consumer, when was the last time you had a good experience with a company that had disengaged employees? When most companies try to solve customer satisfaction issues, they first think of customer experience processes and technology. But the best programs in the world are useless without employees that are engaged. So what can organizations do to improve employee engagement? Educate managers on smart leadership. The key to employee engagement is leadership. I'm going to repeat that. The key to employee engagement is leadership. Per business today, the biggest organizational cause of disengagement is incompetent leadership. So as a manager, your personality that will have a significant impact on whether your employees are engaged or not is up to you. Encourage free thinking. To truly increase employee engagement, it's important to inspire free thinking across your organization. A company culture based on free thinking allows employees to speak their mind, encourages senior management to match individual workers' values to organizational goals, Employees need to feel heard, needed, and appreciated. A free thinking culture inspires leaders to practice honesty, transparency, and a no BS communication style. Even if employees don't always like what you have to say, they trust and respect you for giving it to them straight. I found that direct reports welcome this approach. However, it's not just on the shoulders of senior management to lead with transparency. To achieve a company culture connected to high performance, all managers must be on the same page. There's no magic potion to get employees engaged. Building a free thinking culture arises from every interaction, from the interviewing job candidates to counseling employees who have burnout. It's the job of leadership to model this behavior and address situations that damage the culture. So when executives think about employee engagement, the first place they should look is in the mirror. To conclude, why is employee engagement important? The simple answer, because it motivates your employees to be productive. A more detailed explanation is that a stronger foundation to every business lies with the goals and values of that organization. From the founder of the company down to the individuals who answer the phone, every single employee wants to feel heard, valued, and trusted. They want to believe that the work they are doing has a purpose and that their time is appreciated. Making your employees feel as though they're part of a team 
and that their presence in the workplace is necessary is a key factor in maintaining high levels of engagement. Engaged employees mean productivity will increase, profit will increase, and the results in customer satisfaction can skyrocket, leaving your company with a reputation that some only dream about having. If you understand how to measure employee engagement and find a solution to maintain the levels, your business can grow and rise to the top of the list among your competition. By listening to your employees and hearing their questions and concerns, engaging them in personal conversations, mentoring and coaching them to put forth their best efforts, you will be helping engagement levels rise. When the company can mirror the best efforts and reliability of their employees, it culminates in a successful business model where everyone is successful, passionate, and engaged. In other words, employee engagement is a necessary part of the blueprint that will produce a workplace free of fear, one flush with ideas and a sense of camaraderie among everyone within its walls. Thank you for the privilege of your time. Join us next time for part two of leadership and employee engagement. Please visit us at our website, hbkcpa.com. And until next time, have an unbelievable day. To stay up to date with HBK Dealership Solutions, visit our website at hbkcpa.com and sign up for email notifications. <music>